Welcome to Bill's Buffalo Show. I'm your host, Bill Kegel. And normally at the beginning of the podcast, I would break down the previous game, you know, highlight a player and then look ahead all within like 20 minutes. But we're going to skip all that this week because the Bill's Chiefs game is the biggest game of the season so far. I think it's ultimately going to end up determining the number one seed in the playoffs. And it's just too big of a game to look back at a kind of a crappy Steelers game. Um, crappy in the sense that it wasn't entertaining if you're anybody but a Bills fan. So, um, we're just going to skip right into, uh, skip right over that and skip right or go right into the Bills Chiefs preview. So, first thing we're going to talk about the injury report. Uh, the Bills are full staff, um, with the exception of Trey White on defense and obviously Micah Hyde. Everybody's back. Aller's back. Edmonds is back. Jordan Phillips is back. Um, it looks like this is the, the strongest the defense is going to be from a personnel standpoint. And I think a lot of the guys that were held out last week, Jordan Poyer, um, probably could have played. Uh, but I didn't think the Bills really needed to. And I think they were just kind of letting them skip the Steelers game just to rest them for this. Um, uh, the only offensive player that looks like they're not going to play is uh, Kumaro. Not a big deal. So... Looking ahead, looking at this game, I actually think that the Bills being favored by two and a half over the Chiefs is kind of an indictment on the Chiefs allowing Tyreek Hill to go or Tyreek Hill forcing his way out of Kansas City. However, it happened. I think that 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 number is the way it is. The Bills getting two and a half in Kansas City, where that game, if they had Tyreek Hill, I think is either a pick 'em or even the Chiefs by like one, one and a half. But I think Tyreek Hill not being on the Chiefs this year, obviously, they're not exactly, uh, you know, uh, you know, look, finding new land here when I say this is is massive, massive, massive for them because Tyreek Hill did things for that offense that no player in the NFL could do and probably nobody since Randy Moss and his prime could do for a team at the wide receiver position. So I think that um not only is Buffalo, and I'm kind of, you know, giving away what I think is going to happen in the game late, or excuse me, early. Uh, the I think I think Buffalo is going to kind of roll Kansas City. I think Kansas City, uh, I don't know about a little fool's gold, because I think Mahomes is still uh, incredible, and Kelsey is the best tight end in the league until, uh, until proven otherwise. And, you know, Chris Jones actually has been a monster for them this year. Um, he is absolutely going to uh, control the line of scrimmage. And really, that is, I think, the Chiefs, Number two uh, way of winning this game, other than Mahomes just being absolutely magic, which, again, we're not going to rule out because, you know, him and Josh are going to be the uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady of uh, this generation. Um, I think they're going to go back and forth. Um, and I always thought that Tyreek Hill was the X factor. And I think that not having Tyreek Hill and not having the element to the offense is going to push them back. But back to Chris Jones. The reason I think Chris Jones is so important, because I think if he gets inside on Josh a lot, he's going to make throwing lanes really difficult for him, even though obviously Josh is a big guy, can throw it a mile or whatever. But I think he's just, I, I could see scenarios where he upsets the rhythm, maybe forces uh, a, you know, a bad throw or a tip ball or whatever. And a turnover could change a lot in this game. I think that's going to be the biggest. Uh, I think it's going to be the biggest reason why one team uh, wins over the other. Um, but I mean, if you look at the chiefs defense, they're, they're 21st in scoring. 
Um, the offense is first, so obviously that's something to be uh, concerned about. Their first in offensive scoring, Bills are second. Chiefs defense is twenty first in offense, or excuse me, twenty first in defensive scoring. Bills defense is first in defensive scoring. So. But those numbers might be a little skewed. I mean, just looking at the teams that both have played, um, the Chiefs have had a little bit tougher of a schedule, especially looking back at, you know, the Rams win being bigger than it was. Um, the Titans are, you know, slightly above average at best, and the Bills rolled them. But obviously some struggles against Miami, struggles against Baltimore. Um, I, I just think that the Bills being at full health, I think – if they're at full health for the Miami game and they're at full health for the Baltimore game, I don't think those games look as close as they do. Uh, I think those games look more like, I don't want to say the Steelers game, but they look more like maybe the first half of the Rams game. Um, But yeah, I I just think the chiefs (sighs) without Tyreek Hill, they're not as scary, but they're still scary. Um, I definitely think Buffalo not having Hyde is a little makes me slightly nervous. But again, I don't know if this game is going to be all that close. Um, So just going over some of the bill stats, I mean, total first downs, uh, 120 total first downs uh, allowed 91st. Um, And mind you, a lot of these defensive stats are with obviously a very, very deflated defensive roster, um, not having their guys, you know, obviously Milano, I talked a lot about Milano last week. He's a stud. He is tied for first in total team tackles with Teron Johnson, um, which always is odd when like a corner or a secondary player anyway is up there in, uh, in tackles. It just means defenses are getting your second level a lot, or it means they're playing really, the uh, secondary is playing really close to the line of scrimmage. And I mean, that's kind of what I take with Teron Johnson being tied with Matt Milano for total tackles. Um, But I don't know. I think, I think the, uh, the, the cover three, defense that uh, Leslie Frazier has played this year has actually worked really well for Buffalo, but I do get a little nervous about zone defenses against Patrick Mahomes because he tends to eat those alive. Um, So I don't know this game. I do think the bills could get uh, up on them and uh, actually, you know, kind of run away with this game because the chiefs, again, like I said before, don't have that element of Tyree kill where they can get quick points. They have to be really patient and methodical and they have to kind of work their way down the field. And Mahomes may be too over the top every once and again with like Juju or Hardman or whomever, but it doesn't seem like that's as easy to get this year. I mean, I did watch a lot of the uh, Colts chiefs game thinking that the uh, chiefs are going to roll the Colts. I don't know, for whatever reason, Mahomes had one of those Mahomes games where he just looks like trash. He had that in the second half against the Bengals last year, and he's, you know, obviously he was magnificent against the Raiders, but, I mean, they kind of got lucky in that game. Carr made Carr made a couple great throws, but he also made some terrible throws, and they just kind of left some points out on the field in that game. I mean, I, honestly, I think the Raiders should have won that game. The way that they were running the ball against uh, the Chiefs, um, should be a little concerning if you're the Chiefs. I mean, obviously the Bills don't have a uh, Josh Jacobs on their team, but I mean, Allen can run, obviously. Uh, Singletary is always a little frisky when it comes to, uh, you know, every every couple of games uh, a season, he does have these 
these games where he does, you know, kind of do some damage and he gets a little, uh, he gets a little like, um, a little uh, in rhythm and he starts looking really good. But I actually do wonder if they unleash James Cook a little bit and kind of let him, you know, kind of let him be more involved in the offense, especially in the passing offense. Um, Josh does like to check down quite a bit. Um, if you looked at his yards per attempt before the Steelers game, it was below seven. Now it's up uh, around eight. Um, but he was averaging 13.4 yards in attempt against Pittsburgh. So that's obviously going to help that number look a little better. But Josh does have a tendency to check down quite a bit. And I would wonder if James Cook um, being in there on passing downs and being a guy Josh checks down to uh, actually helps their offense somehow become even more explosive. Um because Cook in kind of mop-up duty against, you know, second team and a dejected defense uh, does look really good. He had that long run against Pittsburgh at the end of the game. And then uh, again at Tennessee, he, uh, he had some pretty explosive plays in that game. But again, that was, you know, when the game was out of hand and uh, he was able to kind of play, you know, a version of, you know, a preseason-esque defense. So I would like to see James Cook um, be in more be involved in the passing game more. So uh, that may be something to look out for, but obviously the bills passing game is, is elite. Um, probably going to say it every week, but I mean, Diggs, Davis and uh, Shakir Knox, Kenzie, um, you know, even, even Singletary to, to an extent, they all can catch the ball and do things like, I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I, I just don't see how the chiefs defense again, which is, you know, middle of pack and it's okay. Uh, you know, can can slow it down. I, I just don't see it. Also, the Chiefs offensive line, not as great as it's been this year. And the Bills pass rush has been pretty goddamn electric. Like, I mean, Russo has four sacks. Russo has a ton of pressures this year. Miller has four sacks. Miller is still looking like, you know, a, a veteran with a lot left in the tank. Uh, and... I, I just don't know. I mean, with Milano out there, I mean, them, the Bills play the, the the five secondary thing, two linebackers covering the middle of the field. And I think that's where Mahomes is going to try to eat. And I actually want to say, look out for that Matt Milano, Travis Kelsey matchup. I think that's going to be a fun matchup to, to watch because I think Milano is one of the best cover linebackers in the league. And obviously, like I said, at the top, uh, Travis Kelsey is, you know, Travis Kelsey. I mean, I don't, really need to go all hyperbolic on everybody, but like Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. So um, that's a fun matchup to watch. Uh, but I, I do think like with the Bills pass rush being at as best health as they've been since week one um, and how well their defense has played, even without those guys is just super impressive. So I, I really do see the Bills kind of running away with this, a 37-27 type game. I think it's going to look like that in the chiefs without the element of Tyree kill. I just, I think if the bills get up on them, it's going to be very hard for them to find their way back. So I'm going to say 37, 27 is going to be the score. I think that, um, I think that the chiefs, uh, you know, kind of get never, I don't, I don't see a scenario in which the chiefs have control of this game past like middle of the second quarter. And again, uh, might be fanboying a little bit, but, Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is special, but I just don't understand. I just don't see like there's just a glaring difference on offense, especially among playmakers. I, I just, I mean, let, let's just go right now. Let's let's do a little bit of a thought exercise. I'm gonna look at the Bills roster and I'm gonna pull up the um, 
I'm going to pull up the uh, Chiefs roster, and I'm just going to go through just plain. Um, I'm just going to go through just playmakers, okay? And I'm going to go, I'm going to see uh, after Kelsey what pick I would go with if I was picking, if I was drafting just playmakers, just receivers, tight ends, and running backs, where I get to before I get to a second chief. So, all right, let's go. Um, first one, I mean, first pick has to be Diggs. It absolutely has to be Diggs. Um, second pick, Kelsey. I mean, I, obviously, Kelsey's special. Um, next one, I mean, I have to go Davis. I have to go Davis. After that, I mean, do do I think that Sky Moore or... Velda Scantling or Juju Smith-Schuster or even Edwards Hilaire is better than 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 my next pick, which would likely be, I don't know, McKenzie? I don't think so. I think McKenzie would be, I don't know about their best player as receiver, but he definitely would be their most explosive weapon. Uh, so I got to go Kenzie next. Um, after that, I mean, I I mean I still I mean again this I have to go Dawson Knox. I I just think that Dawson Knox can do things at that position that a lot of these guys can't. Like, um, and I think after that maybe we go Smith Schuster just because he has a little bit of a track record of being one of those guys. Um, so yeah, I mean we I went Diggs Kelsey. Davis, Kenzie, Knox. So there's four players in between, you know, those. I think, you know, if if you're drafting the top six players, two are Chiefs, four are Bills. And I think the gap between Diggs, Davis, and Juju, who's probably their best receiver, is kind of the it's the grand canyon i just think those two are just so much better than than juju is and obviously travis kelsey is you know way better than dawson knox but i don't think the difference between kelsey and knox is is bigger than the difference between davis and and juju i i just i just think there's a massive talent disparity and i i mean even if you want to say like as a chiefs fan or as a casual football observer um that mahomes and allen cancel each other out that's fine. I, I would actually probably lean that way. I think they're 1A and 1B, the two best players or two best quarterbacks in the league. So, um, I don't know. I just, I, I do think the best player on either defense is Chris Jones, and that might be a little blasphemous to Bills fans, but I'm telling you right now, Chris Jones is an absolute monster. I think that guy is the best player on, on either defense, and I think he's going to be the biggest problem the Bills have um, in the secondary, or excuse me, in the uh, uh, on offense against their defense. Um, now they do have, uh, they do have the, 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 uh, chiefs have a couple good players, obviously Nick Bolton's a, a stud. Um, they have a his name's escaping me right now. They have a corner that everybody keeps saying is excellent. Um, and I don't know why, but I'm just, I'm an old man and I'm drawing a complete blank on dude's name, but apparently he's been, uh, spectacular. Um, but like I said, I, I mean, I think the disparity is just, uh, is is just it, it's it's massive when you look at just like offensive skill player talent. Like I I don't know if Edwards Hilaire is probably slightly better than Devin Singletary, but I mean 
Could that be where they were drafted? I, I mean, just looking at results here, I'm going to look at Edwards Hilaire's numbers, and I, I will pull up Singletary's numbers and see where they kind of stack up against each other. Just as uh, just for my own uh, kind of knowledge, because this one I'm not 100% sure about. Edward Tolaire, 50 carries, 223 yards, two touchdowns, 16 catches. Singletary, um, where are we at here? Uh, 40 carries, 171 yards, uh, no touchdowns, 18 catches, one touchdown, one, rece- one receiving touchdown. So Edward Tolaire, slightly better. Um, and that's, you know, again, slightly better, but not that big of a difference. So, again... To reiterate my logic is I do think the Bills just have significantly better playmakers than the Chiefs, and I don't see a scenario in which the Chiefs... I don't want to say in a scenario in which the Chiefs don't win. That might be a tad hyperbolic to use that word for the second time today. I mean, the Chiefs obviously could win. They're, you know, their quarterback's freaking amazing. Their head coach is, you know, one of the three best head coaches of my lifetime. I mean, he's right up there with Belichick and, uh, you know, whoever else you want to put in that group. Um, you know, the Sean Payton's of the world. And, and, but I don't know. I, I just think that the Bills win. And I think they win relatively comfortably, but obviously, you know, as comfortable as you can win against Patrick Mahomes. Um, so, yeah, that's it for the podcast today. I, again, I think the Bills, um, 37-27. I think the Bills cover the two and a half point spread. Uh, and I think that this is a statement game for Buffalo. I think this is the... You know, even though they did beat them in the regular season last year, but I think this is a get over the hump game. And I think this is the game where the Chiefs really, really, really miss Tyree Kill. And I think it's going to become very evident in this game that Tyree Kill is somebody maybe they should have kind of overpaid to stay. Um, but again, this has been Bill's Buffalo Show. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I got an Instagram page coming soon, and I am uh, looking to expand. So tell a friend, um, share the podcast if you could on whatever social media you'd like and uh leave me a rating and review good or bad either way is fine um constructive criticism is always good because that is how you get better thanks for listening and i will see you after the bills game and depending on how it goes maybe i'll do a show directly after the game